0: Well, let's go ahead and bring in our um, GoPowerCut.com's Ryan Wallace. And uh, Ryan, uh, going to gonna catch a game. Is there a game that, that's got some number one ranked teams going on here in the Metro this week? Uh, it's not it's not often you get one versus one in 6A, 5A.
1: Yeah. Um, I've, I toyed with the idea going into the season that there would not be a game on this week that would have my attention more than Lee Summit North and Blue Valley Northwest. And yet here I am. When push comes to shove, there is no no way I can be dragged away from Gardner Edgerton Mill Valley. <laughs> in my mind, uh, I think that is the game in the Metro tonight or Friday night.
0: What do you like most
1: about Gardner? Uh, how physical they are, uh, and and the fact that they're continuing to put up the amount of points that they are, because I think they kind of get put in the box of. Uh, you know, ground and pound. They're they're gonna out physical you, out tough you. But I I don't know if they get enough credit for the offensive production that they've been able to put up for the last two years. I again, I I think for whatever reason, Jesse Owens group just kind of has this M O of being uh you know again hard nosed defensive minded. They're gonna you know outscore you. Uh, or hold you back and, and outscore you by a hair no they're outscoring you this year by you know a, a full head of hair uh, it, yeah. it, they're they're really putting up a lot of points and I I that has to me has been what's impressed me the most with this particular Gardner Edgerton club
0: well they kind of remind me of an even more physical shiny mission from when Delaney was there um yeah. I mean they they're built similar because the passing game, in that flexible in the way Delaney calls it rarely gets enough credit for when they throw and, and how they catch teams off, off balance. And I can remember those Shawnee McNeese teams. I mean, they had, I can't remember one of those years that went to the state championship game where they, or they lot, they went, you know, back-to-back years. and They had a receiver who averaged like 20, he'd catch three balls a game for, you know, a hundred yards and two touchdowns. And it was like, and, and he was, and if you watch him on film, he was twenty yards beyond anybody else because they had schemed it to the point where when they hit you with the pass, it was so wide open that it went for a touchdown every time. And that this, this Gardner team can do that. I mean, they they have the ability to throw the ball and catch you and hit you over the top with big plays and even even some underneath stuff as well that goes along with that flexbone. Well, yeah, I mean, I you mentioned
1: uh, Shawnee Mission East, and immediately I thought of the year with Milton Brash, where yeah. and I think that's the year like you talked about, yeah where they'll catch you off guard because you're expecting brash, 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 and then they'll catch you. And with Gardner Edgerton this year, uh, you know, they've got that too with Dawson Kindler, where, you know, you prepare, you prepare, you prepare for Kindler. And then out of nowhere, you know, here's Braven Powell, who's going to, you know, keep it himself and take off from as a dual threat quarterback, a kid that I'm really excited to see play for the first time in person, um, you know, but also, you know, a guy like Colton Hawkinson who goes all of like 6'5". I think he's about 190, 195, and they can pitch it out to him, and he'll go up and make a play too. So I think that's a great comparison to those old Delaney teams of Shawnee Mission East that, again, very strong-willed on defense and uh, hard-nosed, tough, rushing style on offense, but with just enough flavor to catch you and enough skill position talent on the outside to catch you. That's Gardner-Edgerton this year. And again, Dion, I'm really excited. Uh, I can't say it enough. You know, Randy Singleton is a guy that for them that's put up some some good numbers that I'm excited to see in person. Uh, Kindler again, but Braven Powell, this quarterback, 2025 junior. I, I know that the local schools from a recruiting perspective are starting to keep an eye. They kind of were with his sophomore tape. Um, I don't think he's a quarterback, good high school quarterback. I don't know if that's what he's going to play in college, but uh, really excited to see how Joel Appleby and company decide to scheme him up and uh, probably try and spy him as a quarterback. Cause he can do it all at that position. Don't you see the mill Valley defense presenting him some problems that they haven't seen in the first three weeks? Oh, no doubt. But at the same time, coach, I, I just am, I would be a little concerned uh, of mill Valley's front over pursuing a kid like that because he can be so dangerous out of the pocket scrambling um, so I think they'll have to pressuring him is one thing, and I'm sure that they'll be able to, because very, very few offensive lines, uh, can, you know, contain against Mill Valley's pressure. But at the same time, uh, I would imagine that Joel Appleby and company don't want to over pursue either, because again, I think Gardner Edgerton doesn't get enough credit. They've got the skills on the outside to make you pay.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Well, let's talk about a couple other games here before we let you go, um, this one kind of just made itself in the last two weeks is Spring Hill and Blue Valley Southwest. Uh, you know, Spring Hill goes and gets a good win at Eudora. Uh, I, I, I was chatting with uh, Coach Stefan from Eudora, and he said, they just wore us down. He goes, our guys were going two ways. They wore us down and beat us And Colton McKenna. Their outstanding tailback is just physical and tough, and Spring Hill is physical and tough. And you look at Blue Valley Southwest, Dylan Dunn and that offense is rolling along. And, you know, we're going to have our first Simone watch this week. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, those Those two guys are going to be in the in the talk. I mean, people I think people have forgotten that Spring Hill's been in five a for a while now. Right. Um, they're a big class school. But that's a that's a a matchup that really is a great one for both these teams who think, you know if we're going to take that step forward and maybe knock off a of Mill Valley, you know w- this is a good test for each of those schools,
1: sure. Um, you know, and I, I look at this game too as again, kind of a a stepping stone for Spring Hill to kind of take that next step. Um and regardless of what the outcome is for the Broncos, you look at the rest of their schedule and it sets up favorably with you know Ottawa. Uh, they have some road trips coming up later in the year at Paola and at Fort Scott, but it sets up favorably for a big time matchup at the end of the regular season on October 20th against Lewisburg, (laughs) who they host. But again, they would love to get to that game undefeated. This will be a really stiff test for them, but again. You know, I look at this game a lot like um, I know Piper has done it. Uh, they they did it last year, last week and it didn't go so well. But, you know, even last year when they did it, the Camden BB year, going and kind of testing themselves against Washburn Rural, right? You know, that DeSoto has gone out and tested themselves against Washburn Rural too. This is a, a great testing game, I think, for Spring Hill that, you know, regardless, again, of the outcome, it's one of those where they can see who they are, fix some things, and and really pre- prepare themselves for what's coming down the line in 5A in the playoffs. And then with Blue Valley Southwest, um, again, I think this sets up their schedule nice for you start looking at that October 6th game when they host Blue Valley Northwest, because after Spring Hill, they host Blue Valley North, who, again, still trying to get some things going under a new staff there with the Mustangs. But uh, I look at that Southwest-Northwest game as a game that could really, really decide maybe the second, definitely probably the third spot in the EKL. The Timberwolves, Dion, we said it this offseason. This was a team that brought back a lot. They were going to mm-hmm. be very, very dangerous. They look every bit the part right now at two and one. I think they'd like to go and maybe play that Miage game over again. <laughs> um, but man, they they are out to a hot start. Yeah. Ryan. How do you feel right now about after three weeks about Lawrence and also Free State on the west side of the state in that bracket? Sure. Well, we talked about them a little bit last week, Coach, and I think when you look at specifically last week, you know Lawrence got a little bit of a maybe more of a test than we were expecting from Shawnee Mission East, but I really like what the Firebirds were able to do against Olathe East because through the first two weeks, you know that was a team at Free State that had put up forty-seven on Olathe West. Uh, blanked Olathe Northwest 26 to nothing. Then they come back and prove to us that they can win more of a defensive sided game against an Olathe East team that I think, again, we've all mentioned it already this season, uh, probably better than their record shows. I think that's a team, you know, when we get into the six, a bracket that, you know, uh, their seed might not be as good as, as they are. And so for free state to put them away 17 to seven, Kevin Stewart's group is showing us that they can win in a variety of different ways. And again, you know, I've been talking about looking ahead at the schedule uh, and I know the, the high school coaches and you, you being a former one would tell me, ah, 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 don't, don't do that. (laughs) But uh, you look at free State's schedule, Shawnee mission Northwest this week, which will be a good test because Mm -hmm. of what they showed against mill Valley last week. But then at Shawnee mission South, at Shawnee Mission North and then that big one the rivalry game against Lawrence and then Olathe North to finish out the season. Firebirds are looking like a team that could be, you know, rolling into Lawrence at what, 6 and 0, maybe even going into going to Olathe North 7 and 0. So, uh they've got a real shot to put themselves in great uh seeding order, uh probably behind maybe
0: a Gardner when it's all said and done. Yeah, it should it should be a, a good couple of weeks for for free state. It's going to be interesting to see how they do. Well, Brian, have fun out at Mill Valley on Friday night. It's always a great atmosphere. Looking forward to seeing your recap, and uh, we will talk to you again next week. Thanks, guys. Can't
1: wait for this one.